guys welcome to another wonderful week of it a jamaican weekly perspective as i had said i'd finished the it trends for 2021 so i'm really just going into one or two more um podcasts that i had that i had lined up for 2021 but never got to do all right and the one the one that we're going to do this week is seven it cost-cutting mistakes that people should avoid um, our company should avoid, right? Um, you know, sometimes we, we we want to cut costs because we don't believe that the, the um, either the technology is the, the the cost of the technology is worth it or whatever reason it is for the for the, the cost cutting. I mean, it might be be an economic scenario that yes, costs need to be cut, but we have to be careful how we cut the cost, and that's really what this podcast is about. How we're gonna cut the cost, yeah. So, without further ado, let me jump into the scenarios. So, the first one is cutting costs without business engagement, right? So, Samir Dat, a managing director in the technology consulting practice of Global Consulting from the firm Protivity recommends working closely with enterprise business leaders to create a well-defined and efficient IT organizational framework. Applying IT spending to core capabilities that make the most sense for the IT organization to own and are aligned to business initiatives while reducing costs via outsourcing in less important areas, and that's what he advises. That also notes that partnering with procurement and HR leaders can open the door to additional cost-saving opportunities such as identifying potentially beneficial contract modifications and attracting and retaining key talent. The next one is waiting until leadership mandates cuts. So failing to act proactively on cost reductions due to or Excessive optimism is a common pitfall. As a result, IT budgets cuts aren't aligned to correspond with corporate objectives. Right? And so says Rocco Rao, analyst, research director, and executive advisor of Infotech Research Group. Now, needlessly applying or needlessly sorry, delaying action to the last minute will limit budget cut options strictly reactive measures such as reducing staff cancelling projects and deferring asset purchases and that is so true in jamaica we have that problem where people it's is it's almost like a reactive thing not a proactive thing and we wait until the last minute and say oh um because the, the, the budget this tight we have to start cutting and of course if you, if on a staff i get cut a project i can't a project now that is moving out. I think I've seen that project jump from budget to budget for the last four years. And it's about putting in a new door system and camera system. And it has been moved along the budget line for about four years. So I totally understand what he's saying right here. Or what is said, what is being said right here. Right? Um, and of course, deferring asset um, purchases, same thing. So a proactive approach looks at strategies for optimizing IT operations, sourcing, and project portfolio management. Eh? So when IT is viewed as a large reactive entity, 
the CIO will likely be held accountable for reducing or reduced service levels <clears throat> since required cuts weren't handled efficiently in consultation with the affected business units. The result is a missed opportunity for IT to present itself as a business partner, a strategic and not a solely operational player. I think I need to speak on this in, an, in a meeting, an upcoming meeting, because this is so true. Um, too many times in Jamaica we have this problem where IT is just is is reduced to an operational player since um, and the I and the, the CIO is being held accountable for reduced service levels all because the other there was not there's there's not no no collaboration amongst the 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 the, 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 the C-suite managers to say okay fine this is what is needed. You understand? And let us look at the thing in a holistic manner. It's a last minute thing, I yeah, cut, 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 and then of course there is a there is an issue with respect to service, reduce service levels. Eh? Now cutting before conducting sufficient analysis and is the third one. So IT leaders who make cost cutting decisions too swiftly and without the necessary information and insights can leave the IT organization struggling with performance and efficiency gaps. If cuts are made in cybersecurity, for example, then the rest of the IT infrastructure networks could be at a greater risk. Another example of imprudent cost cutting is slashing data center budgets as an organization moves to the cloud. On the surface, it makes sense, but the economics of IT are constantly evolving and moving to the cloud doesn't necessarily mean it makes financial sense to make data center cuts in a reactionary way. It's believed that the best way to ensure fully informed decision-making for IT leaders is to do the upfront work using multiple data sources to validate budget cuts. All right, and that makes a lot of sense. Next one is delaying investments in critical tech programs. So at a first glance, slowing down or stopping investments in new technologies may appear to be a smart move. Yet, looks can be deceiving. Programs will need to be reviewed continuously since small savings can now lead to making larger investments more quickly as IT struggles to keep up with the increasing demands of 21st century business. The problem is twofold though. Not only does the ability to meet changing business demands diminish, but delaying investment will eventually lead to a significantly larger compounded investment down the road. While team skills begin to age and talented staff members start to look for more challenging opportunities. Fielding also transition. Fielding is the CIO of SunGuard Availability Services. And he also suggested that addressing the issue by creating a roadmap and timeline that defines enterprise goals and IT's vision for meeting those objectives. So you layer your investments in order to take small steps that drive change across the organization, as well as allow your time to invest in team skill development. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. The roadmap for the, for the IT for the company needs to be very needs to be laid out so people know where they're going. So people, the, the, a lot of the skilled persons in the in the organization know how they fit into what's going on and how they'll fit in in the future. 
because if they don't if they, they don't if they feel like they're not going to fit in the future they feel like they are moved past where they are then they're going to start look outward for opportunities which is going to lead a brain drain on the present company that they're in and the present company they're in, they have to find somebody to fit to to, to put to fill that post and chain them up back to where that person was yeah so it can be an issue failing to optimize spend um spending optimization can lead to significant savings without diminishing the performance of critical operations or services yeah um it's advisable that taking all relevant costs into to consideration <clears throat> to determine how much a particular service such as financial systems servers desktop support and network services needs to run if all these details are had along with the start and end data for all your contracts it is a much more straightforward task to proactively understand your cost structure and where you can optimize by reducing duplication or unused services in times of more forced cost reductions, this data is a powerful tool to collaborate with the business on what services may be needed to sub-optimize to meet the budget constraint. All right, so failing to optimize spend. Cutting costs too widely and indiscriminately. IT leaders often overreact to budget-reducing mandate by swinging an overly broad axe. To align with orders from the top, many IT leaders take this one-size-fits-all approach for cutting costs, right? And this is typically a shortcut used by leaders who don't make or have the time to analyze tactical areas where they can cut costs with minimal impact. <clears throat> Cuts are enforced without visibility into areas sensitive to either the foundation of the entire organization or to places that could have had an adverse effect on the business or users, such as risk management or areas that are actually accelerating business growth. So you're cutting the cost and you're cutting indiscriminately, causing problems. Now, it's also believed that um, cost saving should be viewed holistically as a combination of both tactical cost cutting and cost optimization. Tactical cost cutting is used in specific areas and based on a sound understanding of business benefits or benefits versus impacts to the business, users, and team morale. Cost optimization looks at longer term cost savings through optimizing spend by building capabilities such as automation and proactive monitoring, which leads to headcount avoidance and better leveraged investments now keeping only tactical goals in mind when cutting costs often leads to larger unforeseen problems such as adverse business impact issues with end-to-end productivity and increased risk to security breaches it's critical to understand that short-sighted cost cutting without considering the larger impacts of the business usually ends up being many times more expensive than the savings achieved through the cost cuts. That's something that we should note very clearly. Now, passing the buck is the last one. So in these difficult times, CIOs are under increased pressure to cut costs, even a mandated target range such as 10% to 15%. 
Since few IT chiefs enjoy making hard decisions, there can be a strong temptation to pass a mandate down to the organizations embedded within the IT division, requiring each unit leader to meet the cost-cutting goal. After all, the organizations within the IT division should know where the cuts can be made to deliver the required savings, says Tim Potter, principal with, uh, with business and IT advisor from Deloitte Consulting. Yet while con passing difficult funding decisions downstream may seem like a logical way to handle a generally unpleasant and unpopular task, it's rarely a good idea. This approach often leads to cost-cutting initiatives that will never be realized as the efforts are short-sighted and misaligned with the overall appropriate uh, overall corporate strategy. CIA was who passed the book to subordinates risk getting less than what they actually bargained for. For example, <clears throat> the technology platforms team may decide to reduce the investment necessary to expand their cloud platform, leaving the IT division unable to meet the needs of the business division that's planning to deploy new machine learning powered solutions designed to better engage customers. Meanwhile, the IT program management opts to trim operations by 10 to 15 percent, shortchanging the new methods or tools desperately needed to improve productivity. In both examples, attempts to reduce costs are never truly realized. Either the IT division reverses course or shadow IT technology functions emerge in the lines of business. That's when you know the cost-cutting initiative has been directed at the wrong areas. <clears throat> All right, so that's really the end of those seven cost-cutting mistakes being spoken of in the podcast. Hope persons can see um, where they are going wrong or if they are deciding to cut costs, what pitfalls they are to avoid. All right, so this has been another wonderful podcast of IT, a Jamaican weekly perspective. I hope persons have learned something. So this is Ian Seymour signing out. Have a wonderful night. Good night.